Uh, a lot of people get very uh, scared with the idea of like, oh, this is, um, people have an idea that it's scarier using, say, like an edge tool or a pointy tool versus a firearm. Um, it's very weird to me, but I mean, I can also see why people get intimidated by them more than guns, because in a way, we're more acclimated to now seeing and it's become mainstream culture to become endorsed into using a firearm for self-defense, as you should. It's one of the most effective ways to defend yourself. But there are times when you may not be able to get to it, either of your own choice or that choice is taken from you. And so having an edged tool or a pointy tool is great for that endeavor. Welcome to the Green Ops Podcast, where we give you tips and tricks each week to become harder to kill. My name is Luke. I am your host and an instructor with Green Ops, joined today by Cash Haggard of Revenant Core. They talk or they build G10 tools. It's a special material that, uh, I don't know, I'll let him kind of explain everything. It's a super interesting um, concept, but before we get started, Make sure you like, subscribe, share, send to a friend, all that. Help us promote the podcast so we can keep bringing you these uh, these podcasts each and every week. So without further ado, Cash, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Glad to be on. So awesome. So give me a quick, uh, you run Revenant Core. Give me a background on you and then maybe go into uh, obviously Revenant Core, but what is a G10 tool? All right. Um, quickly. So... Revenant Core uh, started uh, end of last year. Uh, my name is Cash Haggard. I'm a lifelong martial artist and I believe in self-defense as a right anywhere you go. And I believe in training for self-defense in every possible way. So striking, grappling, using an edged weapon, using your firearms, anything that you can have, you should have some means to protect yourself and some methodology to use something to aid you in that endeavor. Uh, to answer what is a G10 uh, tool real quick, um, tool, knife, spike, however you wanna think about it. G10 is essentially an industrial grade fiberglass. So it is non-metallic. It does not set off metal detectors, is very lightweight and does not corrode from water or oil or things like that. So it makes it particularly useful in environments where maybe you don't want to set off metal detectors. Or also, I like to use them too when I go swimming or anything like that. That's super cool. So what got you into G10, the material in general, but mm -hmm. then obviously making, uh, let's call them tools, uh, with that material? Um, I thought it was an interesting material overall. Um, it's the best material for the purpose of, say, not setting off metal detectors, but being adequate enough to get into organic material and even go through bone like ribs or skull, potentially, depending on the design. Um, so carbon fiber, uh, just as an aside, has an issue is in that it can set off metal detectors and the tensile strength is not quite as high. Um, I've also played with bone and micarta and other plastics and just G10 bang for buck gives the best performance and toughness 
that you can get from a non-metallic tool. Okay. And then how did you, how did you get into making, making these tools? Did you have a background in knife making or anything, or you just stumbled upon it, said it was cool and then just got good? I've, I've been into making things, uh, forever. Um, actually I am, uh, originally a holster maker. And then from there, I've always had a passion for knives and edge weapons in general. And from there, I got into G10 as a side project for my own personal uh, makings. And then I started to offer them and people liked them. They liked my unique designs and the lines I have. And from there, after they got tested, they had some pretty impressive results on organic materials like uh, pig carcasses. So um, I've been offering them since and it's took off. Awesome. We had talked the other day and you had said that uh, I think it was Ed Calderon has done some testing with some of your actual offerings, um, Revenant Core's actual offerings. Can you kind of go into some of that as well? Um, so one of the people I supplied an early one of my grackles and RCKs too. Those are two of my uh, top models. Um, he goes to a lot of Ed Calderon organic medium courses, uh, organic medium courses, uh, among other things, there's something called the pig test where they have hanging pig carcass and then they stick the knife and they do high end knives and they do low end knives. They do pencils, anything, you name it. They stick it into the pig just to see what it'll look like. And so one of my first, uh, clients actually took them to one of his classes in, I believe it was Las Vegas. And so the grackle performed really well. The grackle stuck into the pig carcass, dragged down, cut open the pig uh, 20 inches, separating five of the ribs from the spine. And then they put it into the skull three times repeatedly with no overt signs of damage. And then uh, the RCK also did well. The RCK doesn't have as much edge, so it didn't cut as much but it's still a great perforating and puncture tool awesome so let's go into um maybe your different uh, your different offerings so mm -hmm. i think i've i've did not kind of say what was going on here obviously it's a g10 tool but it's almost it is obviously a self-defense tool mm -hmm. but you're making them almost like a knife they obviously the one is super sharp if it can cut through a rib of a pig carcass. Um, so maybe go through each one of your offerings and then kind of describe, if you will, obviously we're not on video, so audio only, but describe what each one is, because I believe you also have some like blunt force tools as well. I do. Okay. Um, so, so to start my grackle, it's my best seller and probably the fan favorite overall. It's very compact, five and a half inches overall length, um, chisel ground, uh, quarter inch G10. It is a double-edged Pycall style. A Pycall style knife, for those that don't know, it's when it is held in a traditional manner. Uh, the edge is facing inward toward you. The idea being you stick it and then you pull in a ripping fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, one of my other original designs and also great seller would be something like my RCK. It is approximately seven inches overall length. It has indexing notches on both sides for the grip and draw stroke. Um, it's a very neutral handle, so it's very comfortable uh, 
tip up, tip down, edge in, edge out. It does not have uh, as much of a ripping and cutting edge as the grackle. It still can, but the pie call and curved nature of the grackle does lend itself toward the task a little bit more. That doesn't mean it's not great. It just does a little bit less in that endeavor. One of my other options is my imp. It's more like a spike. It's very triangular because I use 0.31 inch G10. The 0.31 inch uh, adds a lot more rigidity to it, which the imp is very thin in width. So it's very squarish in hand. It creates very triangular wound patterns as well. Uh, the impact tool, for example, I call the walk, the wedge of compliance. It can be used as a impact tool, massage tool, a handy little wedge, whatever. It has a grind, but it does not come to an edge, so it's not sharp or anything. Uh, it's less intimidating. In a way, it's more like a coubaton, if anything. Cool. My most common style of wrap for them is I use a hemp twine, which I epoxy for toughness, but I also do Sukumaki wraps. Yeah, it's, they're, they're super cool. So uh, the benefits of the G10, um, obviously we've got some that are sharp, a knife, uh, impact weapons um, that are, I guess, less than lethal. But uh, the benefits of the G10 are... Basically, it's toughness and its ability to kind of go where metal things cannot go. Yes, it can go where metal things cannot go. The lightweight factor is something not to underappreciate because you can wear it and forget you have it just wearing jogging pants or you're going swimming. Um, it not being, it doesn't corrode, so it won't get rust or anything like that is another niche benefit. So it's neglect friendly. So what are, so we've kind of gone over a lot of the positives of yes. a G10 tool. Are there any drawbacks that you see? Uh, the drawbacks to a G10 tool is it will not perform as well as a steel knife in cutting endeavors. Um, G10 is not as tough overall that as steel too, when it comes to other forces being applied, like jarring it, um, it they will break or wear over time. I say that loosely. Um, so the tip is, say, the more sensitive portion of it, and that the tip could cause damage, which can be touched up easily. Um, you won't have a, a problem with, say, it just shearing in half or anything crazy like that. I've only done that by putting them in a vise, but it just does not um, cause as much cutting damage as steel is, and it that is where you get the main drawback. It is not to replace steel. It is in place where you may not be able to carry steel or it becomes an inconvenience to carry steel. So uh, we're talking about carrying these things, obviously. So what are, what are some of the methods that you're using to, or what do you prefer to carry these as like pocket carry? Are we on the belt somewhere? What is, how are you kind of pitching some of these things for concealed carry? All right. So as for that, there's a lot of options with them. Um, for the grackle, I'll just go off that one to start. The grackle, I make a sheath and it has a pocket hook on the on the sheath, but it's a also works as a static line sheath. So I give a cord with it and the, the static line carry method, if you're not going to carry it in your pocket, 
uh, is you take the cord, wrap it around your belt, and tuck the sheath into your waistband, and you carry it that way. From there, another minimalistic way to carry it is you use a shock cord, hair tie, rubber band, etc. You wrap it around the sheath, wrap it over and under the belt, and then back onto the tool. And then you can affix it either vertically or horizontally, your preference, onto the belt in a very secure manner, which takes up even less space than, say, a belt clip. I do also offer belt clip sheaths, particularly for like a little bit of my larger offerings, like my RCKs. And the belt clip sheaths, um, I use a non-metallic clip as well, of course, and non-metallic hardware. So the whole package will not set off a metal detector. If you are going somewhere, say there's a visual inspection around the waistline, you can then take that static line sheath, pocket sheath, or belt clip sheath. You can even attach it to your underwear below the belt line. So if there's a physical examination with, or an eye examination, you shouldn't come into any uh, problems there. So it's a super cool, I mean, what was the first one that you showed? The grackle? The grackle. Yeah, that's a super cool, kind of reminds me a little bit of like a clinch pick um, in in its design. Super small. You said that was how overall length you had mentioned earlier. What was it again? Five and a half. Five and a half inches. So a really small, compact, uh, compact offering there. And I mean, you can get into pretty tight places, pretty, uh, it's pretty close quarters, right? But it's, um, it's a sweet little, little setup. So, um, how many, let's go back. How old is G10? Is this material? I've never heard of it before. Mm -hmm. So, uh, up until like we started conversating, you know, a month or so ago, um, is it a new material and, uh, how long have you been doing You said you've been doing it for about a year, but how long has that material been around? G10 has been around for an extremely long amount of time. Um, it's a glass, it's layers of glass soaked in epoxy, heated and cured under pressure. So it's very much um, an industrial process uh, for it being made. So it's not as old as, say, Macarta, which uses more natural fibers like cloth and linens. But Macarta is not as tough as G10, and Macarta does absorb a little bit of water. G10 overall, it's mo you'll most often see it on knife handles, and you'll also see it on high-end gun uh, grip scales as well. Gotcha. So it's it's been in the like self-defense world for a little bit. And um, how, how long have people been making knives and impact weapons? I know you guys have been around for about a year, but are there other companies doing this? And like, how long have they been doing it? The, the G10 isn't a new material per se for the use of it. Uh, it's becoming a growing and popularity thing. But G10 has been around for years as people making it. It started as hobbyists um, recently, um, a big a uh, name one, well, air quotes, big. They're still a small business, but say bigger than me. Black Triangle Group is probably the most well-known, but there have been makers who have been doing it before Black Triangle Group was around. Black Triangle has been around for about five years or so, five, six. But there are people who have done it way before Black Triangle as well. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, super cool. Um, so people out there that are concealed carrying, and maybe they just want to add a knife to their uh, to their EDC 
and then just decided, hey, maybe I I have an opportunity to go to like a ball game where you got to go through a metal detector. This G10 stuff from Revenant Core is a good way to go to have some sort of protection. Now, is it a firearm? No, but it will it will get the job done if you know what you're doing. So um, talk about your website. How, to, how can people find you? Um, Instagram, all of that type of stuff real quick. All right. So you can find me on Instagram, uh, just Revenant Core, all one word. You can find me uh, on my website, www.revenantcore.com. You can also find me at Facebook. Just look up Revenant Core. And uh, you can contact me through any of those. I generally respond the fastest to emails and my Instagram messages. So, um, yeah, so check him out Uh, real quick. You've been, you said lifelong uh, martial artist. So are you currently into like jujitsu or uh, judo or something like that? Yes, uh, I've been into uh, jujitsu since I was about 10 years old or so. That's when I started. Um, I've been a lifelong learner ever since then, too. I love jujitsu, judo, uh, the different styles of wrestling, boxing, Muay Thai, for a lot of the grappling and striking arts. Um, For edge weapon bases, there is Libre fighting systems. There's uh, Filipino martial arts. There's HEMA. There's... Piper blade combatives. There's a I I love everything about martial arts and the idea of being able to defend yourself anywhere you go. And it's so, a great hobby that keeps you healthy. So if you're into that, I'm I'm assuming uh, you've probably done some rolling or done done training with your gear. You know, employing or deploying a G10 tool while in some sort of grappling. Um, do you guys offer? Uh, training knives or I don't even know if knives are the right word to say. I just keep using that over and over. Right. But like a training tool. So guys that are out there taking maybe like ECQC or something like that can actually train with the exact blade that they are carrying. Yes. I I offer trainers. So I make trainers, which are cheaper than the actual live tool. And so the trainers will have no edges and so they will be much softer. I, I try to chamfer all the corners as well. I leave the tip wider and blunted as well. So you don't have as much risk of poking. Um, with the G10 as a training device, you still don't want to hit someone hard because at that point it still is an impact tool, but it is great for some um, lighter um, force on force. And it's great for practicing drawing from force on force. And then from there, I also like to employ a number of rubber or foam training devices, but I do like to use my G10 trainers specifically for practicing with getting my live tools out. Sure. So that's something to think about if you're going to be carrying blade or a G10 tool or whatever, knowing how to use it one, but also training, you know, like the draw stroke, you need to know when you're in a grapple situation how to actually deploy the tool, whether it's a real knife or a metal knife or some sort of G10 knife or something like that. Um, so that's good to know that there are opportunities to use the exact same like dimensions, but just not as sharp, not, you know, more blunt that you can actually get in there and get on the mats and train with the actual tools that you're carrying every day. So, um, 
anything you want people to know last last kind of uh questions that like i said i'm ignorant to it a little bit so maybe the questions i should have asked you go ahead and give me some like answer those questions that you think i probably should have asked or maybe some of the listeners would want to know okay so i think overall uh, a lot of people get very uh scared with the idea of like oh this is um people have a idea that it's scarier using say like an edge tool or a pointy tool versus a firearm. Um, it's very weird to me, but I mean, I can also see why people get intimidated by them more than guns, because in a way we're more acclimated to now seeing, and it's become mainstream culture to become endorsed into using a firearm for self-defense as you should. It's one of the most effective ways to defend yourself. But there are times when you may not be able to get to it, either of your own choice or that choice is taken from you. And so having an edge tool or a pointy tool is great for that endeavor. To get started, you don't need a lot. Um, a couple books I'd recommend would be um, to get you started off the gate. Uh, Folsom, Folsom, sit. Folsom Knife Fighting. Uh, it's a little book on basically knife fighting from prison. And it's very simple, easy to digest, very short. You can even find it for free as a PDF document now, or you want to pay $10 and buy it. It's not uh, very detailed, but you don't need a lot of detail. It gives you a game plan, which is the most important thing of learning to defend yourself in general. You just need a basic game plan, which you can practice start by like once a week practicing this practicing this and just go from there and building it uh once you get there there's a couple other people i'd recommend you could look up medusa edge weapon systems libre fighting and you can look up piper blade combatives all of those uh, guys and systems are great for furthering after you get through that first little thing of just free easy accessible information that tells you a little bit about, okay, I need to, once I deploy this tool, I need to now defend this tool so someone cannot take it from me. And a basic idea of, okay, after I start using it, how do I use it? And when do I stop, et cetera. So awesome. So get educated, not just on the tools, but the usage of the tools. Um, and I will try to link to some of those uh, books and some of that uh, material down below in the show notes. So uh, if you're listening to this and you kind of want to get into it and you're not quite sure uh, what you are doing, that's a good way to start. And then you can kind of make your own decision on where to go from there. So uh, Cash, one more time, how do people get a hold of you? How do people got um, buy your gear? Because I know it looks super cool. They don't see it on video, so they need to go and check it out on your website. So all that information again www.revenantcore.com is my website revenant core you can find me on instagram and facebook through those and if you look on my instagram or my custom order portfolio you'll also see uh, a lot more of my other work that isn't just say black g10 so feel free to check all that out and if you have any questions whether it be custom requests or just in general about anything feel free to shoot me a message. I try to stay active and reply as fast as I can. So you, uh, real quick, you do, you do custom stuff as well? I do. Okay. So it's as simple as sending you a DM or reaching out via your, uh, your website 
to start a conversation about what type of custom gear that they might want. Correct. Okay. If when, I can do custom colors and custom designs, et cetera. Okay. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, check out Cash's offerings. Um, Revenant Core, it is a solid, solid uh, piece of gear, piece of kit. If it's something that you think that you would need, right, you're getting into or you want to be protected when going through uh, someplace that is non-permissive and they, they don't want you to be carrying a firearm or metal objects, check out his gear. It'll get you through the uh, metal detectors and that way you're protected on the other end. If you want to get some firearms training, check us out at green-ops.com. We've got our schedule for 2022. It is all published. Also, we're working on our schedule for 2023. We have pistol, rifle, shotgun. So check us out at green-ops.com. Also, we have guns and we'll travel. So if you want us to come to your location, we are mainly based out of Virginia and Texas. But if you want us to come to you, let us know. Info at green-ops.com. Send us an email and we can have a conversation and we can come to you. We have guns and we'll travel. So with that, if you, like I said, if you are in some sort of non-permissive environment or you're going through a metal detector regularly, but you still want to have some sort of piece of gear that could help you survive an encounter, check out Cash and his offerings at Revenant Core. But without further ado, mom, love you. Everybody else, check out what Cash is doing because it's some super cool tools to get you through uh, maybe one of the worst days of your life. So hopefully we'll see you out on the range. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon.